Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Today we have an entitled parent cyclone of a story. We'll get into that in a bit, but first... Found this gem on a babysitting group I'm in. The post goes, Hi all, our family is looking for a long-term nanny for our three children, twin girls, turned three years old in January, and newborn due December 29th. The twins go to preschool in the mornings, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 8.30 to 12, so much of the time will be with the baby. Spanish speaking is preferred. A little bit more about the job, pay is negotiable, weekly salary, or $30 to $35 per week. Start date in December or early January. Schedule, Monday to Thursday, 6 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. Some days you'll get off before 4.30 and on a rare occasion maybe past 4.30. Wednesdays are usually a short day. Occasional Friday or weekend slash nights for dates, sporting events, etc. Responsibilities would include childcare, grocery shopping, and light housekeeping as time permits while children are at school or napping. Cleaning bottles, laundry, cooking nutritious, healthy meals for the children, tidying and organizing children's room, bathroom and kitchen after meals, school drop-off and pickup required, will provide a car, must enjoy participating in age-appropriate educational and fun activities with toddler and baby, must be up to date with flu and Tdab vaccination, plus infant CPR certified. We're happy to cover the cost of the class and or vaccinations. Must know how to swim and have water safety as we have a pool. If this sounds interesting, send me a DM and chat more. Later clarified that it was not a live-in position. So let me get this straight. They wanted to pay $30 to $35 a week for all of that? For $35 a week? Do they think they're living in 1935? Even in 1935, $35 a week wouldn't have been enough to do all of that. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy stories of entitled parents like these, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is The Snake Eats Its Own Tail. Greetings, ladies, gents, and any other identifying individuals. This is a tale I've been sitting on for maybe two years. A cyclone of events built up all 2021 that exploded February of 2022. The cast is me. Moi, Matthew, brother that's not really my brother, brother and wife, Matthew's brother and his wife make a cameo so brief I don't feel the need to give them names, the snake as herself, snake mama, the snake's mother, and the names are changed for obvious reasons. Imagine naming your kid Snake? Not really much in the way of background here, so let's hit the ground running. Early 2021. Matthew and I are two of four members of a small circle of friends. We're all in a Discord chat together. One day, he posts in the group chat that he's got a girlfriend now and posted a few selfies of her. This is our snake. She seemed nice. One of those, my hair changes color every week types. She's a little thick too, but that's aight. However, when he started talking about her, that's when the red flags already started. 
One of the things she talked about was preaching about all the mental illnesses she has. Listen, let me make one thing abundantly clear. Whatever mental illnesses you may have, whatever you may struggle with, do not be ashamed of it. In fact, be proud of it. It's something that makes you, you. That being said, she preached about all the mental illnesses she had like they were trophies, like it was some kind of Richard measuring contest. My mental illness struggles are harsher than yours type energy. Call it a hunch, but something about her just made me nervous. So she also really wanted to give Matthew a ride. Right off the bat, I was a little nervous about it, so I asked Matthew, Hey bro, I know this may sound weird, but before you get down to any nasty, you think you'd be able to record giving her consent? I ain't asking he records anything else, just some form of her saying yes, audio would do. Of course, he didn't, and thankfully this didn't go and bite him in the butt later. However, this is the only thing I insisted he recorded that didn't almost, if not did, bite him in the butt later for not having recorded proof. Moving on, the snake actually has two children, one boy and one girl, both around two to four. One thing I have to commend her for is the decision to get her tubes tied, then she can be as freaky deaky as she wants without almost any risk. Matthew hasn't had any action since high school about five years prior, so you can imagine homie got ridden like a horse at every chance. One time she, yes, she bragged that he made her achieve 102, uh, apexes? Let's go with that. I don't even know if that's possible, but hey, that's what she said, literally. They are very open about their sex lives, at least she is. Matthew shares on occasion because we're bros. I eat it up because I, someone who has exponentially less than him, feel it would be funny for me to coach him. The strange behavior began when Matthew's brother and his wife came to visit one day. Snake and wife were chatting until Snake got up and said she needed to hop in the shower. Wife smiled and said okay. Snake made a joke about her joining her. To this the wife laughed and said heck no. This seems to greatly offend Snake. She says why? You mean to tell me you wouldn't shower with me? What's wrong? This was some great offense that couldn't go unpunished. So a fight broke out. Brother and his wife chose to leave to avoid escalation, but evidently this was one out of a myriad of strange incidences. This is where it starts. Five months go by, they move in together, banging like jackrabbits. He gets a promise ring for her and promises to propose and... Wait, is that right? You read that correctly. Only five months in and they moved in together, and Ross Geller here is talking about marriage. I'm not some relationship guru. In fact, I'm aromantic, never had a crush before in my life. But I don't think you need some special qualification to tell how reckless and stupid it is to move so fast. This is when we started seeing less and less of Matthew, which is a shame because this was during the height of our time playing Monster Hunter World. Love yourself, play Monster Hunter World. Anytime you wanted to do something with us, even just play PlayStation, she would always have a problem. She would always conveniently have a panic attack. She would always need his help with something. Listen, I understand nobody should be expected to do all the housework, be it with children, chores, etc., but this was something calculated. She never did anything, anything. Didn't work, for dang sure didn't clean. She contributed nothing to the house. You didn't even take care of her own dang kids. She expected Matthew to do that, and she never needed him for anything until he'd go to do something with anyone that wasn't her. 
Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Storytime is sponsored by BetterHelp. Nearly everyone at some point in their life will struggle with their mental health, whether that's something stressful at work, in a personal relationship, or something else. I know that I really struggled with anxiety in my early 20s, and therapy was a massive help for me. That's why I'm a massive fan of therapy, and today's sponsor, BetterHelp. If there is anything in your life, big or small, that is negatively affecting you, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. It's an online therapy service that, after finishing a small questionnaire, will match you with a licensed therapist, where you can book appointments that match up with your schedule at any place or any time. And if you feel like you're not bonding with your therapist, you can switch at any point for free. Also, therapy isn't just if you're struggling with mental health. If you're looking for guidance or ways to improve your social skills, life, or relationships, it's a great judgment-free way of doing that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com StorytimePod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash StorytimePod. Even when she says he's free to go ahead and play video games, he's not actually allowed to play video games. Fun fact, Matthew was the only one working to pay for everything in the house. He was also the only one coming home to take care of her kids and the house. There was one point where there was a scare where Snake actually got pregnant somehow, but due to her tubes being tied, it didn't survive. I have no intention of celebrating the death of an unborn like that, but I'm pretty convinced Matthew would have ended things by now had he been stuck with a baby with her. Then Snake Mama moves in, supposedly to help around the house and help with the kids while Matthew goes and works, but somehow, the lounging around non-contribution escalates. How does it escalate? Weed. With children in the house. Multiple times, Matthew comes home to find the children playing in their own feces. Dishes stacked to be a castle, and the house a mess. If I didn't know any better, it would sound like he was dating my own mother. Anytime he would go do something in the house, Snake would get upset that he isn't doing something else. For instance, cleaning up the kids after they've been neglected all day? What the freak are you doing? The dishes need doing. Next day he comes home to do the dishes again. What the freak are you doing? The kids need taken care of. Need I remind you that Snake and Snake Mama have been home all day? Matthew comes to meet event, being exhausted, coming to my house so he can breathe, also because I clean my house, he could eat off my floors. Occasionally, he would hop in my shower and vent to me. We've been friends for 10 years. Nudity stopped being a whole thing with us like 4 years into our friendship. Also because we're dudes, we both know what a Richard looks like. 
Once he took his clothes off, I noticed he started getting a bunch of nasty welts and scabs all over his body. Eczema. I didn't know what eczema looked like at the time. I thought he went playing in poison ivy and scabbed himself up or some crap. I want you to imagine you have a paintbrush. The brush itself is coated in paint. Now take that paintbrush and swing it at the wall to let the paint fly. What pattern do you think would emerge on the wall once the paint made contact? That's the pattern of eczema that was all up his back. We think it could have been the weed fumes in the house. We ain't no doctors, we have no idea. I've recently started to believe that he's allergic to gluten. Bro can't consume oxygen, let alone food without getting a stomach ache. Headaches are irregular. To this day, he still has eczema on his skin, though it's a lot better now. I just have no clue how to get him to see that. Bro likes to eat and he's a forever skinny guy. Moving on, the fights escalate. Matthew can't do anything right. Police get called to their house due to how loud their fights get. He tells me all of this during one of his venting sessions, which, to be clear, he's not always in the shower during the time he vents. We only did that, like, twice. Rereading this, I realize that's probably how it sounds. One day, I'd asked him to help give me a ride as I moved out of a big rig. I'm a truck driver. I quit my job so I could drive for my dad and was hitting the road in one of his trucks that Monday. I insisted on getting Matthew Chinese and gas money for helping me. He gets home and Snake asks, so how'd it go? Matthew goes, went good, we got Panda Express. Snake says, you what? Yep, she got upset because I fed Matthew. About an hour or two after he dropped me off, I get a call from him. Hey, so, uh, you think I can stay the night there tonight? I'll bring Link. Link is his dog. Yes, Matthew is obsessed with Zelda. And I freaking love his little chihuahua. Baby boy is like a snuggle bug. It always broke my heart to see him at their house because he would be in a cage crying the whole time. Matthew tells me a little bit more of what she's like. She doesn't like him hanging out with us because she doesn't have any friends to hang out with. So it's unfair? You probably ain't got any friends because you're an insufferable freeloader, but I digress. Snake Mama has been joining in on the abuse. Matthew can't go home a day without being chewed out. I tell Matthew... Dude, they're narcissists, and I'm not saying that because it's the biggest and meanest word I know. I'm saying that because their behavioral patterns match that of a narcissist. I explain that they're like parasites. They latch onto a host to abuse and let their anger and hatred out on. That nothing is ever their fault. That it's not as simple as just leaving them. That there's only one way to truly defeat a narcissist. Recorded evidence. I told him he needs to go into that house with his phone ready to record. Did he listen? Bwahaha. No. He didn't record a dang thing. To this day, I'm still ticked off at him for that. He says he didn't record because it's heat of the moment, that it doesn't cross my mind. Then don't let the heat get to you? That's the whole reason they're attacking you. They want that reaction. The whole reason you need to record is because it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when they try lying about what's going on in that house. Painting you as the villain because, as women, all they have to do is cry and point you out to be the cause for people to immediately believe them. They don't need the courts to believe them. They just need everyone else too. Because if everyone else believes them, that'll be enough to ruin you, which is what narcissists actually want. Unless you have evidence, dumb freak. Late 2021, the months go by of this awful treatment and him not freaking recording them. He can't even go to bed without the snake trying to start crap since they sleep in the same bed. 
One day, on the very rare occasion she let him out of the house to hang out with us, the four of us got together to hang out at my house. We all get some pizza and decide to take a break from gaming and watch something while we eat. I turn on Daniel Sloss' Jigsaw on Netflix. Freaking hilarious stand-up comedian. He brings up some really solid points about relationships in that it describes a relationship he had with an awful ex. So many bits throughout his show applied to Matthew's situation. There's a point where Daniel described being alone in the shower one day and just sitting and thinking, is this it? Is this my life? With his ex. An exact situation Matthew had described to me not but a week prior. There's only one or two points where, after Daniel said something applicable to Matthew, I would pause it and proceed to stare at Matthew, not saying anything. The first time he chuckled, the second time I paused while letting out a loud exaggerated hmm, basically screaming as loud as I can with my mouth and lips shut tight just to be over the top. He grinned and said, I know River, a few more months go by, D-Day, February 2022. By this point, they had already been broken up. It was concerningly amicable. No surprise, she had already moved on to another piece of meat. The awful treatment hadn't stopped, but it certainly died down. Matthew had begun talking about moving out, which is where the problem started all over again. Shocker, shocker, she was fine and didn't really care until her free roof and meal ticket were on the line. So the fights picked back up again. One night, I got a call from Matthew saying he needs to stay over at my house. His voice is noticeably shaken. Of course, I told him to come over, and he brings Link again. He comes over and begins to explain by removing his shirt. There, on the right side of his chest, is clear as day teeth marks. Matthew came home that day to find the house still filthy, Snake and Snake Mama high on the couch, and the children playing with their feces again. Of course, Snake and Snake Mama started up their routine of abuse. Matthew had had it. He threatened to call CPS, and... That's as far as he got before Snake attacked him. She immediately bit him where I saw the mark, and holy crap, she wouldn't let go. Frankly, the surface of the area on his chest where she bit him is entirely flat, yet I could see the full circumference of her jawline of all of her teeth there on his chest. Bench unhinged her jaw like a snake or some crap. I guess Snake was a bit more of an accurate name than I initially thought. He didn't have to tell me how strong her grip on his chest was. If he pushed her off of him, she would have ripped a chunk of flesh off, like straight out of the walking dead. Fully exposed ribs and all. I saw the mark. That's how bad it was. That thing, Snake, was psychotic. How did he get her off of him? He took the phone he had in his hand that he was holding up while threatening to call CPS and smashed it into her eyebrow. Listen. I agree, you shouldn't hit women, but I'm a true believer in equality. I don't believe don't hit women. I believe don't hit, period. However, if someone is attacking you in that fashion, man or woman, you have every right to destroy them. However, I knew exactly what was coming when Matthew described her split eyebrow gushing blood. You just straight up gave her ammunition to claim you're the abuser, I said. Matthew nodded and continued the story. Obviously, police were called. The snakes wasted no time and immediately claimed all manner of abuse from Matthew. He beats us. He threatened my children. He's on drugs. The usual escalations narcissists resort to you always hear about in posts like this. Matthew didn't say anything. All he wanted to do was show full cooperation. So he turned around and put his hands behind his back entirely without police telling him to, which totally could have been perceived as a confession, but it didn't, so... 
They put them in the back of the cruiser and went to get statements. Matthew told them everything. He heard from the other officer that, go figure, their story can't stay straight. They claimed that Matthew was on top of Snake, beating on her, causing the gash on her eyebrow. So in retaliation, she bit Snake on the chest. Police were already questioning that story. Remember at the beginning of the story when I said Snake was thick? Putting that many C's wasn't just some joke. She a big girl. Matthew weighs 140 pounds, soaking wet. And I've also seen her lift a washing machine I was giving them. Snake overheard Matthew giving the police his statement and just couldn't freaking help herself. I don't remember what exactly it was, but she actually scream-corrected Matthew's story, which of course contradicted their story and it was something stupid too like, No idiot, you threatened CPS on my kids because they were covered in their crap so I bit you. Effectively admitting she attacked Matthew and corroborating his story, Now, I don't know how or why, but supposedly Matthew could have pressed charges for domestic abuse. But because he retaliated, he can also have charges pressed on him for domestic abuse? I don't remember why, but for one reason or another, no charges were pressed and the police advised Matthew leave, which is when he called me. Ain't that some crap? Matthew gets attacked and he's the one that has to leave his own house. Anyway, I knew what was coming, so I was watching Snake's social media like a hawk. Eventually, I went to bed and ended up waking up at 4am. I couldn't sleep, so I go to check her social media again. There's two posts. One, don't want to talk about it, but I'm fine. An image of her in a hospital bed with a split eyebrow. Two, the worst is finding out someone you love is a monster. Oh, here we go. The posts don't have much interaction, so I wasn't going to start a social media fight just yet. However, I went back to sleep and woke up later that morning to find the very post I was expecting. A long story about getting out while you can, and videos of her fake crying that slogan, along with a bunch of domestic abuse pages tagged. I immediately went to work, posted pictures of Matthew's chest, immediately explaining what actually happened, along with explaining that there's going to be a public police report corroborating what I'm saying. Little did I know, there was a lot of people on Matthew's side who know a little bit more about the situation than I expected, such as the aforementioned Matthew's brother and his wife. They had joined me in the trenches of telling the real story. There wasn't really any retaliation or fighting. I made like one comment telling the story with the picture and responding to like two or three people with an abridged version of the story with other images. And that was it. That was the trenches. I came back like once or twice to see how it was going and what people were saying to see Snake and her mother failing to defend their story. As they would tell one story to one commenter and then tell another to another commenter, Other posters were seeing the inconsistent stories and questioning it as well. The post was barely up 24 hours before it was deleted and I was blocked. Feels good man. Now imagine how much easier it would have been to defend Matthew if he had recorded everything. I'm an animator. I edit my own stuff all the time. I could have compiled all that video and evidence into a hilarious America's Funniest Home Videos style video. Funny background music and all. But alas, Matthew was lucky. He had people backing him and Snake and her mother were idiots. I'm scared of what could have happened if Matthew got with a smart narcissist. So a week goes by, I'm off the road that weekend, I go to help Matthew get his stuff out of the house he's renting. I called the non-emergency number so a police officer could be present while we get his stuff out. 
But apparently the police are short-staffed and can't afford to send anyone out? Yikes. So I do the next best thing, because I'm not an idiot. Before I step out of my truck and start loading, I turn on my phone's video and record the entire hour or so we were there. Fear not, I made sure we lived in a single-party consent state. I didn't really capture any cementing evidence, but I did make sure to capture the condition of the house. As someone who likes to keep a relatively tidy home, let me just say... OP then screamed for three entire sentences followed by trash, trash everywhere, mildew, garbage, dishes was a war zone and they were losing ground, life was growing in the trash, their bed was on Mount Trash Olympus. Matthew handed me this case holding a fake metal flower, within that had the ashes of some of his family members inside. When I took it, a big butt roach emerged out of nowhere and crawled up my arm. No wonder his skin looked like Saving Private Ryan. The house looked like the beaches of Normandy. So we get to moving everything out. Snake only emerges out of her mother's bedroom every so often. We can hear her crying throughout the house. Nothing else much happened beyond that. Snake Mama stayed in her bedroom. I did, however, take note that her window was cracked open. No doubt trying to listen in whenever we were getting loaded. Maybe even recording us to fabricate some bowl story. No idea. But in case she was... I wanted to freak with her. I was out there talking to Matthew's dad who had come to help, so I made sure I was facing towards the window when I was speaking to him and said, You know, I told Matthew to record all of the abuse they were hurling his way. I know narcissists. That's their kryptonite. I was waiting and fully ready for Snake's post. I saw that crab coming from a mile away. Narcissists are truly selfish, evil parasites that latch onto a host to hurl their abuse at. It's the only way they really get glee. And it's the only way narcissists can get along with other narcissists. If they both latched onto the same host, once their host is gone, they'll both try and turn their narcissism on each other and neither of them will stand for it. So once their meal ticket, excuse me, Matthew, is gone, they're going to be each other's personal heck. It's truly astonishing to me that they don't seem to understand that. If they have to lie to get people on their side, they're probably not the good guys. That's not verbatim what I said, but I know a majority of it is what I said, because I'd spent the last week fantasizing saying that to them. Unfortunately, we had just finished loading and was just about to say our byes and leave, so I didn't record me saying it. I understand narcissists are sick people and need help, but honestly, freak these scum stains. I hope she heard what I said and it ticked her off. I'm guessing she probably did hear me, because it wasn't a week later Matthew told me that Snake tried accusing Matthew and I of being narcissists. She also tried to accuse us of being in a gay relationship, and that Matthew cheated on her with me. Listen, Matthew is a heartbreaker, and I'm not saying I wouldn't, but... Unfortunately, I don't swing that way. Ever since then, Matthew's been living with me. I told him all he has to do to pay rent is keep my house clean since I'm gone five to six days a week. I realized I hadn't really mentioned anything about our friend circle. They weren't dismissive or didn't care or anything. They were supportive from afar. I was keeping them up to date and they were consoling Matthew. There's only so much they can do. One of our friends in our friend circle has a sister. Matthew's now dating her. They dated for a little while in high school but broke up for one reason or another. She also hated Snake. She and Snake had known each other a little bit before Matthew and Snake got together. She's a shy but really sweet girl, and she's got our friend, her brother, as a pretty solid character witness. So we're not really worried about her being crazy like Snake. As for Snake, 
She and her mom trashed the house so Matthew would have to pay for it because his name was on the lease, but he just paid it to be done with it. Now, Snake only occasionally messages him, trying to be real sweet as if it'll win him back, venting about how benchy her mom is being. Huh, who saw that coming? At one point, she said, Sorry, I realize I made a mistake. I told him to say, glad to hear you realize you were the problem, and to block her. He didn't, but honestly, that's probably for the best. That's evidence. Evidence it doesn't seem like we'll need, but I live by the phrase, I'd rather have it and not need it, than need it and not have it. I'm sure it's driving her crazy for her to send a message, see him eventually read it, and not reply. I am kind of worried about the kids, though. I do believe the last thing I heard about them was, CPS is on it? Or something which is all I can really ask for. No updates on that, and frankly, it's none of my business either way. CPS is looking into it is all I need to know. For maybe a month or so after, I occasionally would hop on an alternate social media account that I hadn't used in years to look on her socials to make sure she wouldn't try to start some crap up again with Matthew. She hasn't, but she did make a post about how being a mother is hard that got totally thrashed to the point that she deleted it. So it's good to know people know who the problem is, Now, her social media has like no friends other than what I can only assume are inactive accounts, and Matthew's old social media account that he no longer has access to. I may see about posting some of the video I took. I also took screenshots of her bad crap posts before she deleted them. I made sure to keep all of it as a defense against her, should the demon rise again. I'd have to censor it first for privacy reasons, but if I do, I'll do it later. I may also come back to make a few edits on the post in case Matthew himself wants to clarify or add anything to the story. So, this bench lost her babysitter, her free meals, her free roof and housing, and her free paychecks, all because the snake eats its tail. So, in all of this, I feel like the most shocking thing is for OP and them to buy into the fact that it's just weed. I mean, this would have to be some crazy stuff for them to end up in a situation where the kids are wallowing in their own feces and they're just sitting on the couch amongst themselves. Like, I feel like there has to be some much more serious stuff going on. Like, that has to be a given, right? But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy entitled parent story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.